Hey, this is Rachel True, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. You ready? Let's go. bachelor party when you and critter went to the store and got that game of thrones branded liquor yeah i i think that might be the only time i've you and i have ever like consumed alcohol near each other that and uh when you came down well the wedding yeah and then when you came down and visited we had we had a a few beers here and there yeah that's true that's true we had like the shandy right yeah, exactly. And then we also got that um, that porter that was like, it was kind of, it was bitter, but it was also like kind of sour too. It was good. It was really good. But like, yeah, yeah I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was like some, it was something out of Richmond. I can't remember. But like, I, I went, a, I went a really long time without drinking at all. Cause like after my mom passed away, it was really hard for me to like, not think of her immediately when I was drinking. And like, because of her issues with alcoholism, like, it kind of it kind of soured me to the whole experience, and it was like I don't really want to do this. But like as I've gotten older, I've gotten over that. Like, and as you get older in your life, you know, you're like between kids and work and all the other things that you have to do, sometimes when you get home, having a drink is like quite possibly the best thing ever. <laughs> and like it makes me feel bad to a certain degree because it makes me feel kind of weak in a way. But at the same time, too, man, it's nice to just be able because. I'm not one of those people, like, if I have one, I have to have 20. I can have one and be good. Like, I can actually enjoy it and not, like, I'm not drinking to get drunk. I'm drinking to just to relax and enjoy it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And, like, <laughs> you're, like, you're talking about, like, ah, kids and responsibility and stuff. It's, like, I literally do not have time in my life to get drunk. Like, I just right? don't have <laughs> the, the, the space and the mental yeah. wherewithal. I, I do not have the capacity to do this. So... Same. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, if I'm going to go ahead and take the investment, the, the physical investment of drinking alcohol, like, I would want it to be something very flavorful, something very good. And like you said, have one of them, maybe two of them, not not anything like crazy. Exactly. I've gotten to a point where, like, it's almost medicinal for me. Like, when I was sick last week, uh, <laughs> Sandy, Sandy and I went to a... Uh, went to a Mexican restaurant and I know, and I was having problems with like being congested and coughing and stuff like that. And I was looking up things that are natural cough suppressants and it said tequila. And I was like, well, when in Rome and it also said pineapple juice. And I was like, tequila and pineapple juice sounds like amazing. That sounds like a great mix. Let's do that. And the guy was like, you know, I could just make you a, a pineapple margarita. And I was like, well, well, yeah, let's do that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's basically my my justification for things now is like, hey, will this make me feel a little bit better? You know, because I'm old and everything hurts now. And they're like, yeah, okay, great, let's do it. They call it Grandpa's cough syrup for for a reason. Yeah, exactly. I guess. And I gotta yeah. say, man, this Did it beer work? that I'm, uh, yeah, it it well, it helped. I mean, I I, I was there, there's only so much that booze can do for an upper respiratory infection. You know, like it's not gonna, it's not going to clear that up. It'll make you feel a little bit better for a little bit, but you know, you're still going to have an upper respiratory infection. You need medicine for that. <laughs> like actual medicine, not, you know, not booze. Interesting. But I got to say, man, um not 
plugging. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll reach out to these guys and see if uh, we can get a sponsorship on the, on the podcast. But uh, Stone Brand um, Chocoviza, which is an imperial stout inspired by Mexican hot chocolate, is, is quite delicious. And it's got a little chupacabra-looking demon on the front of this can. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and it does... It. Go ahead. I was going to say that you can taste the chocolate, you can taste the vanilla, you can taste the nutmeg. It's it's good. I mean, I'm enjoying it. And I'm not saying this in a way to say that, like, Pennsylvania has no breweries and nothing good about it from from a beer standpoint. But yeah. when me and Mandy were living in Virginia, um, you know, there there was uh, a real, you know, beer and wine culture down there that that I really did enjoy while we were there. Um, oh, yeah. It, we lived in the you know, you know, but like for the people who don't know, yeah. like a town called Culpeper, it's not a huge uh, town or anything like that. It's about an hour between Charlottesville and Fredericksburg, kind of yeah. like in the middle ground between there. Um, and obviously there's a lot of like wineries and vineyards in that area. And I remember um, in the, the, the one summer, me and Mandy and all her like teacher friends, we went to like a like a beer festival. And man, did they have some good like microbrew stuff. Uh, I'm not typically into like your hard ciders, like your apple ciders. I find them to be a little sweet, a little abrasive. Um, but man, they had this one there. I'm a big fan of like just Granny Smith apples. And they had this green Granny Smith apple cider that tasted like I was just biting a Granny Smith apple. Like it was it was delectable. Um, but the reason I, I brought it up is um, you mentioned that that was like a chocolate kind of beer. Um, they had one there that was, it was like a coffee uh uh, it was like a coffee porter and i was like man this would be the perfect beer to like end a meal on yeah like, you, know, you think about like having like a nice hot cup of coffee to end your meal um that's kind of what it drank like and it, it's not like it was a hot beer or anything like that but it had that kind of feeling to it um so yeah like that's the kind of stuff where i'm like yeah i'm not gonna just sit there and drink a case of keystone or natty or anything like that anymore like I, i'm not gonna let that touch my face or skin uh, I'm going to enjoy something that's like really, really high quality, you know? Yeah. I just, I, I've, I'm, I'm self-aware enough to know my own hangups and my own issues. And I, I'm not of the sort that needs to drink to get drunk. Like I, I'm not of the sort that I'm trying to, to numb something other than maybe like, you know, my knees and my back that hurt all the time because I'm old <laughs> and broken and fat, but like. You're not deadening like, the emotional pain. You're deadening the physical. Exactly. Pain. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is which is the perfect Please. prescription for you know like a depressant. It's great. Um, <laughs> but like what's funny what's funny about it too is like um, the the things that I will try, and it's and it's, and actually funny enough, I was talking to Yuli about this, and Yuli is of the exact opposite nature because we he he's uh, he came down and we um, we went out to a uh, uh, restaurant. We went out to a Mexican restaurant coincidentally. And he was like, oh, well, I want to get this. I've had this before and I like this. And I was like, I want to try this. And he was like, you ever had it before? And I was like, nope, that's me. I'm whether it's beer, whether it's food, I will try just about anything, like at least once, like just just because I, I want to see different combinations. I want to try different things because, for instance, uh, when we, we were in Florida, there was this place we went to called Ford's Garage and they had a burger that you could get that had peanut butter on it. It was peanut butter, bacon, and then like all the regular accoutrement that you would have on a burger. And you wouldn't really think that peanut butter would be good on a burger, but damn, this was really good. And I really enjoyed it. But like Sandy's the exact opposite. Sandy does not like 
she'll eat a lot of different things, but she likes them in a very specific way. Like on our burgers, it's 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 mustard, pickles, cheese, and then the burger, and that's it. Like nothing else. But I will I'll try all sorts of crazy shit. And same thing with beer. I'll try all sorts of different flavors. And like I found one called Schoferhofer, which is based out of Florida. Uh, and it's like a German style beer and it's grapefruit flavored and it is like the most delicious beer I've ever had in my life. Like if I was going to get hammered on like 12 beers, it would be that one because at least I would be <laughs> hammered on something that was totally delicious. Yeah, it, w when you're going out like with your experiences, you're right. There really are those kind of two flavors of people. There's the pe like because the way I see it is like every experience can be anywhere between like one and 100. Yeah, And when you have an experience in the past and you're like, I know for a fact this burger is a 60 experience and I'm not jeopardizing the chance of going sub 50 on my experience rating today to give up. Like, this is a firm 60. I'm going to be conservative about it and just go with it. And that's what you're saying, like about Sandy and Yuli, yeah. whereas someone like you and I, it's like, you know what? Yeah, maybe it ends up being a 42 today. And I could have had a sure thing 60 but maybe it's an 89, you know, exactly. <laughs> I'll get blown exactly. away here and, and you're willing to take the gamble a little bit. And, and, you know, yeah, there, I guess it depends on the specifics and the circumstance, but yeah, I think by and large, you know, if I go out to eat or want to try something, you know, like a beer or something, yeah, it'd be like, yeah, I'm willing to, to jeopardize a, a low rating because I, at least in my experience have found more times than not, I end up liking things more than I dislike things. Yeah. And, that, and that's 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 pretty much the way it is for me, too. But like there there have been so few experiences where I tried something new and I was like utterly disappointed and like walked away from the whole meal or the experience and just being like, man, this this sucked. Like this was miserable. Why did I do this occasionally? Like every now and then. But like for the most part, like and, you know, there are some places where I don't really stray. Uh, perfect example is with Italian restaurants. For the most part, there's like three or four things that I really, really like, and I really won't stray from those things. And if somebody was like, hey, you really got to try this thing, and they tell me the stuff that's in it, and I'm like, well, that sounds good enough. Yeah, let me try that. But like for the most part, I'm not going to go outside of my my things that I really like. Because I've, I've tried them all, or I've tried a bite from somebody else's or something like that. And I feel like Italian food, to, for the most part, is basic enough that you can't really do anything new. I don't think anybody's going to be like, hey, have you ever had this new Italian dish that's never been tried before? Well, no, because there's no such thing. Like, there's only so much you can do with pasta sauce and, like, meat. That's a Jim Gaffigan joke where he talks about in Indiana, and he used to work in a Mexican restaurant, and he goes, you know, it's people are asking him what these different dishes are. He goes, tortilla with cheese, meat, and vegetable. And he goes, just say a Mexican word and I'll bring you something <laughs> like it's the same <laughs> thing, no matter what you call it, yeah. just in a different order. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Like I, um, you know, I find that the majority of the time I have a good experience, especially when I try something new. And when I think about it, too, like a, a couple of times when I don't have a good experience, sometimes it's the stuff around it, even more so than the thing itself. Like maybe the waiters being, you know, kind of a jerk or. You know, I had a bad day that day and I'm just not in the mood to try something new, but I try and force it or yeah. um, I don't know, someone like really, really, you know, talks down about it or, you know, just kind of colors your experience outside of your own perception more so than the thing itself. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's maybe it's just me. Oh, no, dude, me to the same. Yeah, because like if if you end up 
if they okay like a, a perfect example would be like i'm also i'm a sucker for a good deal and like being somebody who has worked in sales like i am a sucker for a good salesman too so like if if the waiter comes up and they're like hey listen we got this great special where like normally this is like 25 bucks but we're selling it for like 10 right now and it's super delicious i just had it for lunch myself and i loved it i'm gonna be like well hell yeah let's do that like even if i'm not really if it doesn't really sound like something that i'd really be in unless it's like disgusting and then i won't touch it but like if it sounds like somewhat decent i'll try it even if i end up being disappointed like it's like i'll still walk away and be like well at least mine was half price because i'm cheap <laughs> yeah and you made that guy's day because he sold yeah, exactly. the uh, he sold the special. Exactly. He exactly. So maybe possibly he got a little extra money in his pocket because he sold me the the thing that was going to expire the next day. So yeah. <laughs> maybe it didn't taste good, but the karma sure filled you up. Yeah. Oh man. So we're still waiting on MC Brooks. He had to do a restart, but we will. He will be joining us soon to cre- uh, to finish the the last leg of our tripod of podcasting try podcasting ah look at that oh my goodness look at that portmanteau i just put together that's pretty sweet uh it's been a while i mean we had one in episode in between um my vacation and my um borderline almost dying from an upper respiratory infection like ah, the highs and lows of life <laughs> yes and we'll get into this but let me tell you dude just just to kind of like a little a little preview I don't know why, but when I was a kid, or especially like, dude, when I was in my teens and 20s, I would get sick for like a day and like it would be miserable for a day. But like you take some medicine, you go to sleep, you wake up and you're just like, hell, let's go run five miles. Like you're just ready to like fight the world. And like now, like I get a cold and it lasts for like, I feel like it lasts a month and like I'm like hovering between life and death and like it, it's it's I, I go through like an entire pack of cough drops and like like an entire bottle of mucinex and like robitussin like i just i can't kick it like my body used to and i don't know if that's because i'm out of shape or if it's just with age or if it's just like perception or i'm just a baby i don't know what it is but like are, do you run into that as well yeah exactly yeah right? yeah you get that you get that bad bad cold in like january and you're like wow i can't wait till it turns april so i can stop having this um and then you get allergies like i used to like singing in the car not anymore (laughs) (laughs) what's funny too is is like like for me like you just mentioned you're like oh april i'll be i won't be sick in april but yeah for me it'll be like hey great i'm not gonna get a cold and then the springtime rolls around it's like hey look allergies great like it's just there's no escape. It's it's like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and, and Empire Strikes Back. There's no escape. Cold and allergies are just going to destroy me eventually. It was toying with me this whole time, thinking that I could stand a chance against this hardened Sith Lord. No, no, no. You have no chance. You will you lose your hand. Age. You brought up age being a factor here, and like growing up, like I never had any allergies to to pets, animals, you know, yeah. ragweed, none of, none of that crap. And both my mom and brother you know, suffered through it and they, they still do, but like getting older, like now just my left eye underneath it will get swollen when it's allergy season. Like where it almost seems like if you had like an eye infection, like under yeah. the lid, it gets, it gets real, real puffy. Just my left eye, just during spring, uh, allergy season. So now I'm like, all right, 
the cracks are starting to show. <laughs> uh, the age is starting to catch up to me. I've been able to fight yeah. off my genetics for this long, but after 30 plus years, I, I'm losing the battle to Mother Nature. <laughs> it's it's worn you down. Yeah, I I almost wonder too. Like when when you join when you join the military, right? And also like before you go anywhere overseas, they give you this cocktail of injections, right? Of like various immunizations you know like i'm gonna put air quotes around it because then i'm gonna pretend to be a conspiracy theorist for just a second here but like who knows what what all is in there i mean i'm sure it's, it's like in my shot records and it's probably nothing like bad but like you don't really get sick i mean you'll get like a cold for like a day or two but like your body just fights everything and like you're just it's like they're it's like they injected you with a super soldier serum and like i wondered if maybe that's why i started getting sick as i got older because i'd been out of the military and all that stuff started wearing off and like i almost wonder if that's if that's part of it if it was just like well we can't have you sick you got to be you know you got to be fighting terrorists and shit you need to be on top of your game son so i mean but honestly i don't think the government is really that on top of things there's no way there's there's no if you've ever worked for the government or with the government on anything you know how disorganized and slow everything is there's no way that they're on top of something like that yeah, but at the same time, like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're like, oh, yeah, no, we've been injecting our soldiers with, like, anti, you know, viral things or whatever. Like, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there was a, because um, remember, like, right after 9-11 happened, there was also this um, anthrax scare where anthrax was getting, like, mailed to, like, senators and shit like that. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that they gave us an anthrax va vaccine. I just, we didn't know it. They were just like, oh, come get this shot. It's a flu shot. And we're like, oh, yeah? You sure it's not anthrax? No, 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 it's not that. Like, but, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm we're, we're, you know, again, like, I'll, you'd be surprised how many people in the military are actually very, like, skeptical and conspiratorial when it comes to the things that they think. Like, they're, they're just the most paranoid group out there. So that's something I always wanted to know. And now I'm just realizing yeah. I actually have someone I can ask about it. Like, yeah, obviously, when you sign up for the military, you're saying, like, I am very happy to take orders from people who are above me and I'm going to listen to the orders that they give me. Um, how much do you get to know about routine things like that? Or do they just say, go here, do this. And like, that's the end of it. Or do they say, like. Hey, you got to come to get your vaccine. It's, you know, everyone has to get them, you know, like how much do they tell you about stuff like that? It's, it's one of those things too, where, I mean, again, like I have shot records somewhere so I could look at it if I really wanted to see exactly what they gave, what they injected with me with. And again, I'm not like, again, not being conspiratorial about this. I don't think it was anything other than stuff that I actually needed, like flu shots and like, um, what was the other one there? They give you one that is for, um, it's like penicillin, and I can't remember exactly what it's for, but again, penicillin is going to kill just about any funk that's in your body anyways. And that's what that's really what I think it was. And they don't tell you because it's kind of like need to know basis. Do you really need to know every single thing? And I'm sure that if you ask, they have to tell you legally. But at the same time, too, they're going to try to di like dissuade you from like wasting your time, because that's the big thing in the military is like we've got a million things to do. So hurry up. We've got shit to do that kind of thing. And like. You can ask questions about certain things, but there's also certain things that you don't need to know. And that's mm -hmm. it's like it's like proprietary. Like, do you really need to know exactly why X, Y and Z is happening? Well, no, not really. You just need to know that you need to accomplish um, this this particular goal like this needs to be done. Well, why? And for the most part, they give you the big picture. 
but I'm sure that there's like lower level because like I was in spe- I was in special operations, so we most of us were like smarter and most of us were nerds, so we want to know all the whys anyways. So most of the time they told us, but like I'm sure that there are like basic infantry guys that are just like, hey, we need to capture this town, and none of them are like, but why? They're just like, fuck yeah, let's go kill some people. Like it, it's it's all based on like the level of things that you need to know to accomplish your job, and like. It didn't really, it never really bothered me. I didn't really care. I mean, it, well, care's the wrong word. I did care, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like I wasn't going to do it if they didn't tell me. Because, I mean, you don't really have a choice. Like, it's, I mean, you could if you really wanted to and you want to, you know, uh, face court martial charges and lose your rank and lose your pay and spend some time at Fort Leavenworth. I mean, like, it's, it's not something that really anybody really wants to do. You don't really want to question your orders to that level. Now, obviously, if there was something horrible going on and they're like, Hey, we want you to go like, you know, set fires in this village and kill all these people. Then people are probably going to start asking some questions, but like mm-hmm. it, I, I was never involved in anything like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, thank God. Like the people that I was working with, they were all pretty morally straight for the most part. There was never like, we got to kill all these people. Like, yeah. And it, from what you're saying, like really, that that's interesting to me where you're saying like it's about the efficiency it's about like bro we got 25 hours of stuff to do and 24 hours to do it in like let's get to work so it's really just more about establishing the culture of that mentality so people don't ask the questions yeah that they can't they just are like you know what i don't want to be the a-hole who's holding everything up because I got a million questions that they got reasonable answers to, and I'm just wasting everyone's time. I, I never would have guessed that. Well, and that's something, too, that really, like, they they really in, engender that into the culture as well, is, is not so much, like, don't question shit. It's the, we have a goal to accomplish, and we all need to be pulling our own weight to do this. It's the camaraderie side of it, but also, too, like we might run into problems and we all need to be solution oriented on the same page of this needs, this shit needs to get done. And that's, that's something that I've brought over from the military. That's something that I still do. Like it's, I mean, honestly, like to, to correlate it with the podcast and the website, if I run into something where I'm like, well, we can't use X, Y, and Z anymore to record our podcast or, Oh, well, we can't do it live anymore. We can't do this or we can't do that. Like I find a workaround for just about everything. And I find a way to make it work, but also like still not lose quality in a massive way. You know, like there's a little dip, but like, I don't think anybody really cares. I mean, those sorts of things like I will I will find a way. And like, it's even better when somebody tells me like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, "Eh, I'm pretty sure I can. I'll find a way to do it since you don't think that it can be done. And and then I do. And it's just like, "Hmm, would you look at that? I found a solution because you're too lazy to look like. I take so much pride in that when somebody's like, oh, well, you can't do it like that. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do it anyways, because you're an idiot. So. That's the whole reason we started this podcast. So well, I can tell people they're idiots. Yes, that's actually that was the original name of what we were going to call the podcast was Mike calls people idiots. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of idiots. Y'all is a bunch of idiots. All right. we, were in the, we were in Virginia. We're in the South. Remember, you have to say y'all. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Hey, did we get MC Brooks on the line, too? Yes, we did. Hot damn. There he is. Uh, tech issues yeah. later. Finally here. It's it's all Gosh. good, man. Hey, quick, quick question. So you can jump in on the conversation Steve and I were having here when it comes to food and you go to a restaurant. Are you the adventurous type where you order new things to try it and see if it's good? Or are you a stick to the things that you like type of person? 
Uh, well, it de- it really depends. Uh, like if it's somewhere that I where I've had more than one thing, and I know that certain things are good, then like um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Ted's Bulletin in DC. Okay. A great place. Every time I go there, I'm open to trying new things because I've I've had so many different things before that I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty comfortable. I'm pretty convinced that everything here is good. So even if I feel adventurous, then yeah, I'll do it. But then there are certain there are certain places where you kind of know, like there's a uh, a place around the corner from me um, that I know, like I kind of if I'm going there, there's only really one thing I'm going to get because don't really like any of the other stuff there you know so like it depends yeah there's there's certain places like for instance um i'm not one to frequent frequent waffle house but i will eat waffle house but i don't really stray far on that menu it's like i'll get hash browns i'll get a waffle i might get a wrap that has like uh fried eggs and um sausage in it but other than that like i don't you know i see that there's pork chops on the menu i don't trust a pork chop from from waffle house (laughs) yeah like like that's that's a questionable thing i i yeah, that's yeah that that's too far for me at least. Yeah, plus you in, in with Waffle House too. You also know that that's a very hit or miss place too. Like yeah, you know, is... <laughs> you can't you it's... can't really you can't really fuck up hash browns though. You know, like yeah. I feel like go to Delaware. You can't really mess them up. <laughs> go to Delaware. <laughs> Delaware is funny. Delaware is like it, it's like the high and the low of like I've had some of the best food I've ever had in Delaware, but I've also had some of the worst food. I've ever had yeah. in Delaware too. Like it's, it is, it is a weird, weird state, man. Like it's, it's all over the map, but we got the whole crew. I'm sorry, Steve, go ahead. No, I was just going to make some stupid joke at Delaware's expense. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's so many jokes to be made about Delaware that like, now I'm yeah. curious what your joke was going to be. It's stupid. No, I was just going to say like of all 50 states, if I had to list them, Delaware would be the most likely for me to forget it's a state. And that, that would be my, <laughs> 50th out of 50 probably you're like you're at 49 and you're like fuck what did i forget yeah, yeah. Uh... no i got rhode island i got montana what what is that yeah, delaware yeah, is the most likely to be the one i forget all right let's yeah let's do this podcast thing guys we're, we're doing the the cold open or whatever the hell we call this thing that where we just kind of shoot the shit and talk about stuff but we didn't get a chance to do it last week uh because i was uh, pretty pretty sick so uh, i do apologize folks for for us missing last week but we're still going to do our thanksgiving episode where we just talk about the things that we're thankful for like we'll get all sappy and sentimental for a second but we'll also talk about all the nerdy things that we're thankful for we're also going to talk about like thanksgiving foods and other holiday foods that are just like must-haves for us like things that like if you don't have them at thanksgiving or at christmas or even like during the holidays you're you're just you're disappointed it's a it's a lost season basically and we'll jump into that. Uh, we'll talk about all the things that we talk about because we're at the diner, guys. It's these great conversations that we have uh, with friends about all the geeky, nerdy things that we love. Uh, it's myself, Mike Lunsford. I've also got the co-host and co-founder of GGR Pirate Radio and co-founder of uh, The Great Geek Refuge. His name is Steve Monick. Very thankful for that intro. Aw, isn't that nice? We've also got quite possibly the most talented, uh, I guess, would you fall into the category of or of nerdcore MC Brooks, or are you just you're you're too diverse to really fall into one category when it comes to rapping, aren't you? I'll take I'll take it. Okay. I'm in the nerdcore group, so yeah, I'll there, take it. There you go. We'll we'll use that. His name is MC Brooks. Hello. Oh, and the big news. If you find yourself looking for GGR Pirate Radio 
on iTunes, which iTunes doesn't really exist anymore. Now it's on all Apple podcasts, or if you do it on uh, Google music or anywhere else that you can get podcasts and you're like, man, I really wish these guys were on Spotify. Well, you're in luck, my friends. We are every podcast that GGR does. Every great geek refuge podcast is on Spotify as we speak. So go check those out. Subscribe to them as soon as you possibly can. But guys, we're kicking off another episode of GGR pirate radio, and that is going to be starting right now. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>